You're listening to the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast. I'm your host, Angela Sanchez, beauty business mentor and founder of Beauty Business Co. I want you to believe that you can achieve anything if you set your mind to it. I'll be interviewing leading beauty industry professionals and discovering exactly what drove them to becoming the hashtag beauty boss they are today. Are you ready to be inspired? You're listening to episode 41 of the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast with today's guest, Sarah King. Sarah is a mum of two beautiful girls, a wife to one incredibly understanding and patient man, and one hell of a hashtag beauty boss. With over 20 years of industry experience, Sarah is completely off the floor of her salon, Husk Beauty Bar, and spends her days planning, building, and running the business behind the scenes. Earlier this year, Sarah took the long-awaited plunge into creating her own skincare brand, Marley Skincare, which we have a special promotion of 15% off site-wide starting today if you would like to go try it out and support another beauty boss. Head to marleyskincare.com.au. Please help us spread the podcast love by taking a screenshot of this episode and sharing it as an Instagram story that you're listening to the confessions of a hashtag beauty boss podcast tag at beauty business underscore co. And that way I'll get notified when you do it. Another way in which you can help strengthen the reach of this is by giving it a five-star review. Yes, it really, really helps and would love for you to make that your random act of kindness for the day. All right, let's get into this week's episode. Sarah, welcome to my virtual beauty lounge. It's so great to have you on the show today. How are you? I'm really well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so welcome. We literally came across each other through the Instagram world. You had purchased one of our Beauty Boss planners and we had connected a little bit through there. And I actually think I asked you where you found me and you had said that you'd seen me from um, the Mums with Hustle community. So isn't it amazing how community really brings people together and uh, you're doing incredible things. So I can't wait to hear about all of your journey in this industry, but I'll get you to kick off the show with telling me what your definition of a hashtag beauty boss is. Okay. Well, my definition of a hashtag beauty boss is someone who's willing to inspire and challenge themselves and others, being open to learning um, and just passing all that knowledge on to also help others. So that's my definition. Yes. I love that so much. And I can see that now you're taking your business in, you know, an extended direction to be able to do that with your product line. Um, Marley skincare, which we'll hear yeah. all about. So let's start from the beginning yeah. though. Let's share the journey. Where did it all begin for your decision in choosing the beauty industry as a career and where it's led you today? Yeah. Okay. So um, I think it would just started really early in my teens. I was always fascinated with, you know, fixing my girlfriend's nails and, you know, doing their brows and stuff before we'd head out on the town. And um, I just knew after school I didn't want to go on to uni and do those sort of courses I wanted something else so I went straight into beauty school 
Um, and but just before I graduated, my one of my teachers actually approached me and offered me a job in her salon, which I was very lucky. A good break there. And um, yeah, from there I went and rented space in hairdressers and. Um, then I had opportunities in day spas, so I went and did those. So I kind of worked um, here, there, and everywhere, and just never really found, you know, my, you know, calling. I just felt like something was missing. Um, so we, I was going to lunch with my dad actually, and we stumbled across this shop for lease in this really good location, and um, we had a little peek inside, and there was already a semi-established beauty salon in there. So I'm a big believer in signs and it was my big sign. Okay, this is meant to be. So after, you know, renovating and painting and stuff, we created um, my first salon, Bronzing Butterfly. So that was pretty crazy. From there, I worked just on my own for um, quite a few months and then I built it up to what it is today and I've got now seven staff. So that's Pretty exciting. Um, I did have a little break in the middle there having my babies. So that was really nice to be able to do that. But once they started back at school, I just felt like I was missing something. So um, I came back with a vengeance and we rebranded to Husk now. Um, we did a big renovation and, and rebranded. And um, two years ago, I stepped away from clients and uh, being on the floor and started actually working on my business found that um, my body wasn't coping and I uh, had to have a few surgeries and things and that was my out. So now I just love doing the business side of stuff. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's taken a bit to get my headspace right, you know, not working on clients, but um, I really love it. And then four months ago, I um, took the plunge and we launched Marley, so our new skincare line. That's so that's where so we are. Yeah. Exciting. What a fantastic story and um, like a development of yourself personally yeah. and professionally. You're literally living the beauty business owner's dream who started out solo <laughs> and developed a team to be able to step away and have all of your business set up with policies and procedures to run without you. It doesn't come easy to a lot of us. And <laughs> We all generally, if you're a beauty therapist that wants to own their own business, kind of get stuck in that hamster wheel of always doing clients and never having enough time to work on the business because you're working in it. Um, so that is so great that you set yourself up for that, to be able to have your babies and have it still working with such a big team as well. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. It was a lot of hard work, but yeah, it's definitely... Um it's worth it, you know, it gives me that freedom now to be with my kids and when they need me at school and stuff like that. So it's yeah, um, so good. worth it. So tell us about Marley Skincare. Where was the inspiration that came from that and like what direction do you see it going? Yeah, okay. So it's um, just online. So we're not putting it into salons. Um, it's purely an online um, store. And it came about, I obviously, you know, talking to, to people every day, um, you know, a lot of the, the things that were coming up were, oh, there's too many products. I'm confused. I don't know when to use that. I bought that and I've never used it because I don't know where to put it. Or, um, and these keep coming up to me. I'm like, why is it so complicated? It just needs to be broken down. And being a busy mum myself and my business partner, partner in Marley, she is a business, a, a corporate, busy corporate. 
And she felt the same thing. There's too many products and I don't know when to put them on and where to put them. So we just broke it down and our first range that we've launched um, is for mature and dehydrated skins. Um, and it's three steps, super easy. Um, yeah, so that's kind of where it came from. So it's for busy women um, who don't have a lot of time for, you know, complex skincare routines. Yeah, so great. And I, I mean, obviously the range will develop into the different skin types. So yeah. I, I love that you've actually solved a problem there though. And yeah. you probably focused on one of the, the key skin types that we yeah. have, no matter where we are, no matter how much water we drink, we're still all dehydrated. <laughs> and that's and also where we are in our you know in mine and my business partners you know we're nearly 40 and you know i just feel like the more i put on the more my face drinks and i want more 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 so you know we wanted to definitely solve that problem for other women yeah so great so um you've got a business partner that works with you in that side of things mm -hmm. is she separate from husk yes yeah yeah that's great because that really gives it that niched um, job role as well. If yeah. She's not doing all different things and she can, does she, what types of um, things that does she work on in the business? Um, so she's sort of the um, admin side. She gets all the, all the work done. She's the heavy lifter. Um, whereas I'm more on, you know, the knowledge side and the, you know, product side. So, um, and the, Instagram and Facebook. I not that I'm amazing at it, but I have a little bit of knowledge about it from doing with Husk. So um, that's yeah, that's sort of my side. But it is it's good because you know her strengths are you know in the corporate world and dealing with you know big businesses and stuff. And mine's that smaller business side. So we we gel really well together. Yeah, that's great. Sounds like mm. the perfect match. And I love that the creativity of you. You know, you've stepped out of the treatment room, which hands on you love being in that environment but you can also be super creative still in the behind the scenes of your business as well and yeah I love that social media actually allows us to to be that face as well and and be authentic behind the the doors of the treatment room or the yeah. the skincare store as well so yeah I love following you so oh thank you <laughs> you're doing a really great job thank so, you from the bricks and mortar side, I guess, we'll switch back to Husk. What hurdles do you continually see popping up when it comes to running your beauty business? Yeah, okay. So that back to that same, you know, working on it instead of in it, you know, it does try to creep back in, you know, staff are sick or stuff like that. You know, there's always aspects you've got to go back and help out. Um, and, yeah, so that is a constant hurdle, just checking myself, okay, no, we're not going back to that <laughs> these are the procedures they have to fix that you know um, that is definitely one and I think a really big one is staffing um, you know getting that mix of people right is is really really like detrimental you know it could do it, it could make or break the business and I think you know I've been really lucky with um, my staff I am quite picky with who I get in there and I have to make sure that everyone's gonna gel together nicely so it, it creates that nice environment um, yeah so definitely staff and yeah yeah keep your eye on, <laughs> on the right track you know <laughs> yeah and having a big team of seven there's obviously lots of personalities that yeah need to coincide but then also different niches you'll That's have right, yeah. therapists that get lit up with 
um, skin treatments and others with brows. So yeah, yeah. Um, how how do you navigate that as a business owner? Because it does seem like it's the only it's the continual hurdle that keeps coming up with team. Um, yeah. How would you say you keep them motivated each day? Um, I think putting a lot of the responsibility on them. So handing that baton over and saying, you know, this is you, you know, like, yes, this is my business, but you know, at, at the end of the day, the clients are coming for you, you know, not me anymore. <laughs> so um, I think just putting them under the spotlight and saying, you know, this is, this is you. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Yep, a hundred percent. Like I think also the team member loves to have that responsibility as well. If you are handing that over and saying, you know, this is your floor, you yep. get to create what you want in a day and how you obviously want to make that client feel will reflect back on the sales that you make and the effort that you put in each day. Well then yep. hopefully if you've got, you know, your reward schemes and commissions and stuff in place for them, it's that that driver for them. Um, even though they should be doing <laughs> what their job role entitles them to. But um, yeah, I think it's so important on those reviews for team to, to see what actually does spark their um, motivation as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So what are your two top important tips for the aspired beauty boss listener to learn from when they're starting their own business? I mean, you've just started another business yeah. so that's probably quite fresh in your mind too yeah definitely um i think one of the main things is get a good accountant make sure that the business is set up how you want it to be and set up properly from the start so you know if um you know you're planning on doing big things it needs to be set up you know for that um also outsourcing i am you know really big on the outsourcing things so if you there's something that you aren't great at look at getting someone you know it might be just a, a matter of um hiring someone for an hour not you know you don't have to actually employ someone for you know a year to do it but yeah just outsourcing those things um i always i have a little sign in my study you can do anything not everything and i have to read that most days because i do think sometimes i try to do everything and it's just not possible and you end up burning yourself out and not doing good for anyone. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's really important. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And if anything with, you know, the pandemic that we've been through and the changes that we've all had to pivot through COVID, um, you can have a really incredible virtual support around you as well. Um, and I hope that with the diving into Zoom conferences and seminars, it's shown the business owner um, that it isn't hard to have a meeting with someone who might be their accountant in a different location through the computer and they don't have to take hours out of their day to go into an office to have that meeting. And I just feel like we, moving forward, can be so much more productive as well. But with the structure of my business and how I've had my salon being the one-man show and not having a full team to uh, work in the business for me, I look at that and say, well, if I can't control that side at this stage, what else can I outsource in my life and business to really yeah. help me live a, you know, productive day and let me work in my genius zone too, you know, not yeah. having yeah. to work on 
Um, you know, maybe I didn't start out this way, but I don't do any of my social media graphics anymore. I'm still the face and everything else on social media, but whenever anything's created, it's done by my VA now or the product companies that we stock who have marketing teams that create that. Like we don't have to be working on um, creating things that can be done for us now as well. So yeah, certainly do encouraging the outsourcing before you're even ready. I yeah. think we look at things and go, yeah, but I can't afford to pay someone else to do that. So I better do it myself. And for me to take two hours creating some graphics, it might take my VA 10 minutes now because yeah, she knows definitely. my brand and, and all of that. So yeah, it's certainly a process, but we definitely, when you're in that position to do it, I really do encourage it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, all righty. Thanks for those tips. I'd love for you to share three apps that you just can't live without. Okay. I am obsessed with the three. I, I, they are like all my number ones. I, can't, I couldn't pick between. <laughs> so um, Canva which is um, an app that you can create any anything, posters, newsletters, posts for Facebook, Instagram. It is the bomb. You can set up um, all your colours, all your um, images, everything. It is amazing. And I, having the two, um, it's perfect because I can set up two different ones. Um, and yeah, I, if I need help with something or I've, got, I've outsourced something, I can give them um, access to it and they can go in and, um, you know, create some magic for me and it's there waiting, <laughs> waiting for me to use. Uh, I really love Canva. Um, my other one is Later, which is a scheduling um, program for Facebook and Instagram. I do pay for Later just because I have got the two accounts that I need to run through it. Um, and you do get a little bit extra, but it is pretty much a set and forget kind of system. You can um, also schedule your stories as well, which is really cool. Um, I don't really do that because I, I struggle with stories sometimes. <laughs> but um, my feeds, I love it because I can plan a month in advance and then they set and forget. And my third one is Trello, which is like a communications board. So it has different, I can create different boards for different things. So I have a Mali one, I have a Husk one, and then I have a team one. So because I'm not in the salon all the time, they have access to that and they can upload images if there's done before and after images, or if I need to communicate something to them, it's in their board um, and they can go and read it and then they can edit and, and do stuff as well. So yeah, they're my three. Super great tip. I don't think I've ever really thought about using, I use Asana, so same oh, yeah. sort of scenario as Trello, um, for your team to be able to upload those before and after photos and then you having, and everybody having access to be able to work with that specific project. That is so great. Because um, I know there's a lot of teams that might have private Facebook groups but I think sometimes um, with Facebook groups, things just can get lost. But the project management tools are really great because it keeps it in that one file. Awesome yeah. tip there. So good. And I'm on the same as you. I love planning out my social media. But with stories, I am so on the fly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm hearing you. <laughs> you probably see me and go, there she is again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> But it's literally like if I'm feeling vi high vibed and wanting to share that, you know, 
if it's a value to my community, then I'm like, let's just do it now. And generally it is when I'm in my mum bun. <laughs> <laughs> are we all, I've, I've been living in my mum bun. <laughs> I know, my goodness. Yeah, so that's so good. Um, thanks so much for sharing those three apps. Canva's awesome as well. What is one thing you're constantly searching for when it comes to support in what you do daily? Mine would definitely be anything techy. So I am really not great with tech. I have gotten better since we've been in lockdown just because I've had to. But um, yeah, I definitely outsource my, any tech that I can really. Um, but that's it. I, I don't really have anything else. Yeah, that's good. Um, so I think it's also great, like talking about community again and having those places that you can refer back to and ask questions with people that already know the answer to to save you time because I mean we were taught in beauty college to treat the skin and you know love ingredient technology and how to wax brows and stuff we weren't taught how to do um, skin consultations online um, yeah. but how great is the opportunity that technology gives us these days so yes um, amazing. I, I do love the fact with my Beauty Boss Pro community, how I can bring in these experts that I've found throughout my journey to teach that stuff. Because really, we have got, yeah, so much at our fingertips that we just don't know is possible. When I hear the words from our members or industry um, professionals saying, I wish I knew how to bring in new clients to my business. And they haven't even done the first three things that come to my mind of doing an Instagram post or story or, or doing specific hashtags related to their ideal client or even have not done a Facebook Live just because of the fear of speaking to the camera. We yeah. want to work through those limiting beliefs and what's holding them back in doing that first so that yeah. they can thrive as well. Yeah, definitely. I think going on that, you know, being frightened to be on the camera, it's, Definitely, I wasn't comfortable at the beginning and now it's not even a thought. Like, I don't care if I don't have makeup on. I don't care if I'm looking terrible, you know. The people, you know, especially your your um, followers or, you know, your support base. I, I We have such an incredible um, community where Husk is. They're, they're just so supportive and loyal and, you know, I, I feel so comfortable to be able to do that. So it is, it is definitely nice to be able to communicate even while we are in lockdown, you know, through that technology. It's yeah, nice. it's so good. And I think in a mindset way, if you, if literally before you press live or do your Instagram story to speak to the camera, it's not the camera you're speaking to just change that train of thought to I'm literally talking to my community because they miss me or I really need to share this because I don't want them to miss out. If you have that in your mind before you go, then you're, yeah, you're doing them a disservice if you don't, basically. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so do you have any specific routines that you stick to to set your day up for success? Um, I am really good at the night before I need to get things out of my brain. So I do usually write down three major things that I want to accomplish for the next day which helps me set the next day up so um, that I'm really good at at the moment um, it's a bit trickier because we are still in stage four here in Melbourne and I've got the children home so um, 
I would normally get up and exercise and really, you know, kickstart my day and my brain. But at the moment, <clears throat> I'm getting up a few hours earlier before the kids so I can smash out my work and, um, and then spend the rest of the day with them. So, uh, yeah, I would say just writing a few to-do lists. I love a list. And, uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, that definitely helps me. <clears throat> and it helps me feel like I've accomplished something as well by the end of the day if I've done just those three things um you know I'm good usually by the end of the day there's 20 things on my list but as long as I've done those three yeah that's <laughs> I feel good. like I've accomplished something and putting them in categories like if it gets larger than the three that um priority of importance basically yes, yeah yeah so good yeah oh gosh and getting up earlier because the, the kids are home all day that makes the days really long for you yes. at the moment so <laughs> Um, great that you had some good news the other day and you'll be oh yeah my goodness. back into routine soon yes we did it. we needed it it was getting really tough really yeah. tough yeah um, for sure. but yeah onwards and upwards for you yes definitely for, for everyone yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to some rapid fire questions what's the best book you've ever read um okay uh barefoot investor by Ooh. Scott Pape. I really um, love this. This was quite a few years ago now. We um, were trying to save. We wanted to get a new caravan. Our caravan, we, our kids had outgrown these tiny little bunks and we're like, we need a caravan. And I just couldn't justify getting a loan for it. So I was like, we need to do something else. And one of my girlfriends said, you should try reading this Barefoot Investor. And I tell you, it was amazing. I loved it. It changed my outlook on money and on saving and credit cards and all of that I, so i think if you want to you know get in control of your finances and um give it a go have a read and yeah. it took us a year and we got our caravan so Yay, you know it was like the bonus so <laughs> awesome i'm so glad to hear that and yeah. i'm obviously now going to have to have a whole other conversation about your camping adventures oh my gosh That's yes what we're about <laughs> to go and head off and do for a year with our oh. motorhome which amazing so exciting yeah so i need all the tips and hopefully i'll be able to come and visit you when the borders open <laughs> yes oh that's so exciting yeah so good and you know what i think definitely give credit to the barefoot investor method but i'm also a big believer that you set your mind to it and i truly believe where your focus goes that energy flows so yeah, yeah. definitely 100 percent. manifested that thing yes <laughs> What is one thing you have procrastinated about this week? Okay, so this question, I, I don't actually procrastinate. It's like I am a doer and I just, if I want something, I go and do it. If I need something done, I go and do it. It's no, um, yeah, I'm pretty good at not procrastinating. And I think if I do, it's usually just a question, like I'll have a conversation with, you know, my girlfriend or my business coach or my husband and they'll be like, well, you know the answer to this, Sarah. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's all I needed. <laughs> I just needed someone to, to say, you know the answer, I do. So, yeah, I, I actually don't really procrastinate. I just do it. That's great. <laughs> that's such a good mentality to have. So do you, would you say that you are quite, when you've got that task, those three tasks that you want to accomplish in the day, do you set that laser-focused time turn the notifications off or the phone yep. is in a different room? 
Yeah. yeah, I find, um, especially at the moment where I've got the kids here, if, you know, they're on a Zoom for school, I've got 20 minutes. So I'm like, okay, I need 20 minutes just to focus on this one thing. I'm going to smash it out. So, um, yeah, I definitely like the timer. And even when I'm not, when the kids aren't here, I do set that timer because I do find, you know, you get caught up in <laughs> what you're doing and it might, two hours might go past and you're meant to do three things in two hours instead of one. <laughs> so involved in it yeah that, yeah that is so good awesome yeah what is something you would jump at if you knew you wouldn't fail um i really would love to start a franchise so i husk is you know such a great little salon and it's just been doing so well i feel like it's got you know everything that it should to become a franchise so that would definitely be something um, I would jump into if I knew it wouldn't fail. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is an amazing aspiration mm. to have. It's and when I look at your structure of your business and the team culture that you've built, that is what every franchise um, new owner would dream to have. You know, to have a set up business that's established and have that supportive kind of network to to follow through. Mm. That's amazing. Thank well, <laughs> when's that going to be? Five? Is that a, a five-year plan? I'll, I'll check back in with you. <laughs> I don't know. I think my husband would kill me. <laughs> I already work enough. <laughs> I know. There'd be a lot of outsourcing that would have to happen. <laughs> yeah, to for work. sure. <laughs> so then taking you right away from the business, if you were stranded on a deserted island with oh, no yes. Wi-Fi, what is one thing you wish you had with you? I would definitely need a notebook and pencil. I My brain doesn't stop. So for me to be able to sleep or concentrate on, you know, even kids stuff or family stuff, I need it out of my head. So I would definitely need something to write down. <laughs> yeah. Write my lists, of course. <laughs> yes. And then you'd probably find that those pages of lists turn into creative business ideas and <laughs> all the other things and juices that come to, to the mind. Cause I remember doing that. That's actually how the idea of beauty business co came about when I had finally taken a 14 day breakaway on a cruise ship with no, and I decided not to have the Wi-Fi. It took me until day 10 to stop checking <laughs> if I had cellular data, but I, Finally, you know, after reading chapters of books and things like that, just had that creative space in my mind to say, mm. you know, I haven't looked at my dreams and my vision for a while. What does that look like? And I don't think we give our, uh, enough time for ourselves to work. Yeah, like, as you say, like on ourselves, we're working yeah. in and on our businesses, but then on ourselves comes very last a lot of the yeah. time. Um, and yeah, like making sure that in that next five to 10 year chapter, you're waking up with how you want to feel and what your perfect day looks like as well. So yeah. Oh, I'll come on the island with you. <laughs> sure, thanks. <laughs> we can brainstorm. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's been so great having you on the show and getting to know you a little bit more as well. What's next for you? Tell us a little bit about what's in the works and where our listeners can go and find and follow you too. Yeah, great. Um, I, in regards to Marley, we're working on some new product lines. So that's really exciting. Um, we should be ready to go with those for the summer. 
So that's, yeah, that's pretty full on. Um, so stay tuned for that. We will be releasing something. Um, and in regards to Husk, we're still in lockdown. So for us, it's just focusing on getting out of lockdown and seeing our beautiful clients again and, you know, just embracing them <laughs> with our masks yeah. um, and getting back to some normality, you know, um, that's, that's going to be our focus for Husk. And we've just redone our, our website. So, um, you know, I need a bit of a, a rest. <laughs> yeah, that's a big job. And obviously, you know, you've got kids, you've still got life to run. I know that we said we were slowing down for growth during lockdown, but it's still been quite a busy time. But that's a huge achievement that you've done that because it's a huge job as well. Yeah, yeah. It was, was there, fun. It was was fun. there anything else during your lockdown? lockdown time that sort of came to mind that you thought well I am really gonna smash that out during this time in, yes in the first lockdown um the one back in March we um painted and spruced up and put some new lighting in and stuff so we did a little mini reno while we were in that first lockdown so that kind of consumed our whole whole nine weeks of lockdown that first round um so this time it was like well nothing needs doing at the salon <laughs> that's why we did the um the website but yeah that was all and just trying to sort of get on top of our socials and and stuff so we're prepared um for the busy season yeah absolutely hopefully you can just yeah not be so focused on showing up during that time because yeah, yeah it is such a busy period isn't it yeah Good. Well, that's been lovely. Where can we direct everyone? I'll leave the links to everything in our show notes. Yeah, great. So um, we're at Husk Beauty Bar on Instagram and Facebook. And um, if you wanted to check out the skincare, it's marley.skincare. So M-A-L-I, Marley. Beautiful. Yeah. Lovely. And um, I think we were going to throw in a little giveaway, weren't we? Yes. Well, we have got a little giveaway coming up. So um, for Marley, um, my business partner and I are born eight days apart and we're turning 40 this coming week. So we thought because we can't get out and celebrate with our friends and family, we'd celebrate with our Marley friends. <laughs> so um, for three days, we're going to do a 15% off site wide um, so that's super exciting. So it's from the 24th of September till the 26th of September, um, which is next week. Beautiful. So yes, head on over and uh, get yourself a bargain. Yay, that's <laughs> so great. Well, perfect timing for this podcast release as well. Yeah, so that's great. <laughs> appreciate that so much. Thank you. And um, I will be chatting with you really soon. It's been lovely having you. Thanks so much. Wonderful. Thanks for having me, Angela. See, See you. See Sarah. Bye. Bye.